Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. You ever made a tough decision, then have some regrets? Well, Brian Harper did a lot of second guessing of himself with his first job after completing his master's degree. Keep on listening to find out where and what he did. With a bachelor's degree and a master's degree, Brian Harper expected he could finally start earning a meaningful income, but he wanted to become a strength and conditioning coach, and those jobs are hard to come by. But a friend of his offered him an opportunity with one catch. It wasn't paid. There were many pluses, of course. It was at the University of Florida, and he'd be working with a highly respected coaching staff. But how would he feed and motivate himself during the early mornings and tough times? Let's jump into part two of my conversation with strength and conditioning coach, Bryant Harper. Now, Bryant, as you're later in your collegiate career, obviously you were able to play for the storied football program, but when did you start thinking about life after football? I think, you know, at the beginning of my senior year, at Penn State, uh, I kind of realized and I accepted the fact that, you know, my chances of playing in the NFL weren't that high. So, you know, I started to explore other options and, you know, what could I do after football? What are some things that I would really enjoy? And I've always loved the weight room. So it was a perfect opportunity to connect with my coaches at the time, learn about their journey and, and kind of the hours they spend on a daily basis. You know, how much they're making, what's the start like, you know, how long does it take you to get to that projection? And, and so that's when I really started to focus on the weight room. Um, had no idea that I would take the journey that I did, but that's when the seed was planted for sure. And for my young listeners out there and, and for parents as well, Bryant, when is that appropriate age for a young athlete to start getting into the gym, into the weight room, so to speak? I would say around 12 years old. Okay. There's this myth out there that lifting weights will make you shorter. You know, it'll make you slower. But I think at 12 years old, I think that, um, you know, kids are ready to begin training. Very general, not really specific, but, you know, light things, push-ups, you know, body weight squats, general calisthenics to to start developing the body. I think Mm -hmm. it's huge at that age. That's good advice right there. Were you one of those athletes that you really could stand out in the weight room? Like when you were in high school and college, were you one of those guys who just, you know, were able to get some of the records for different apparatus and things like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I actually I started training at 12 with my dad. We would live four times a week and I probably maintained that all the way up until I graduated high school. So by the time I got to about 10th, 11th grade, you know, the weight room was routine for me, you know, and, and I carried over. I was able to set a few records at Penn State as well on the back squat, on the bench, on the power clean. It helped me a lot and it set me apart as well, just in terms of general strength and, and allows the coaches to see that you have the ability to do it. And what was your workout routine with your dad? Four days a week. I mean, that's a big commitment. Now, was that before school? Was that after school? Was it at late at night? When did you guys make that time? It'd probably be around 5.30, 6 o'clock in the evening every day. So usually I'd go to track practice or uh, in off-season, and then we'd come back and 
You know, one day we uh, chest, shoulders, and triceps. The other day was legs, back, and biceps. And, and we would kind of flop between those two. After you graduate, what was that next step for you in your journey to become a strength coach? So once I graduated, I actually went to a Division II college, uh, California University of Pennsylvania, where I went and I had the opportunity to play an extra season as a grad transfer. Um, and I was able to earn my master's in exercise science there. So um, I went, I did that. Earning my master's was also a huge part of my career um, as well. You know, from there, one of my great friends, he, he was a strength coach at Florida. And, you know, I, had, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I had the opportunity to go down and stay with him for free. And I was able to intern with the Florida Gators football team. And I think that was just, you know, that opportunity opened up so many doors for me even now. But how did you survive if, if it was an unpaid position? Oh, yeah. You know, leftover food, man, protein shakes and oatmeal. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how it survived. I mean, you're laughing about it, but I mean, how much sacrifice did that take? I mean, that's very difficult when you're a young man, you know, you, you finished school and then you took this unpaid internship. Yes, it was at a huge program, but you got to support yourself. And so how, how difficult was that? Man, it's very difficult, um, you know, especially, you know, like you said, most people think once you graduate college, it's like, oh, I made it, you know, now I can start making money. Um, but, you know, especially in the athletic world, it doesn't always work like that. You know, you got to kind of take opportunities where you can, even if they're unpaid, um, just to get your foot in the door. So it was very difficult. It, it was a time where I leaned heavily on family. And, you know, my friend was a He's a great friend and he, uh, you know, he also provided for me a little as well. But it is a rough time. It is a rough time for sure. I would say that. How many months was that? Uh, it was an eight month internship. Wow. Oh, yeah. And Brian, was there ever that moment during those eight months where you're wondering, did I make a mistake? Is this going to pay off? Oh, yeah. Uh, multiple. I mean, countless times. You know, I'm, I'm up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm like, I'm not getting paid. It was definitely a tough time for me. You know, all, all I can remember was all the coaches saying, hey, man, if you get through this internship, it's likely that you're going to be a big time coach one day. And, you know, it's hard to hear that when you're going through it because you're struggling, you're hungry, yeah. you're tired, you know, you're doing all the dirty work. But it gives you a base. And I feel like that base and that opportunity to learn and grow and learn how to make the best of a bad situation will help and pay dividends as you go on. On the look back, what was the most valuable lesson you learned during that eight month stretch? Um, I think, you know, and from the intern coordinator, I think the biggest thing is just being early to everything. And that even sets me apart now. You know, when we go to train a group, and I'm near 15, 10 minutes earlier than everybody. You know, it's not to be cocky or anything, but it sets you apart because it just shows that you're ready. You're there, you're attentive, you know, and, and you're early to the session. And, and, you know, it's not to say that everyone doesn't do it. Sometimes, you know, and I lock off on it sometimes as well. But 
creating a habit of being on time, it shows your players the initiative and, and the pride you take in it. I'm guessing uh, showing up on time was something that probably helped you uh, when you worked at the Naval Academy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the Naval Academy, you know, on if you're on time, you're late. <laughs> you want to make sure you're there 10, 15 minutes early for sure. Yeah. One of the things I really liked about your career, Brian, is obviously we know you already said your passion about football. But in your career, starting out, you had to work with some other teams, right? Volleyball, tennis, wrestling. What did working with some of those other programs help you? You know, the biggest lesson I learned from working with those other programs will probably, you know, in football, you know, everyone's trying to be as strong as they can be. Everyone wants to squat a thousand pounds. Everyone wants to bench a thousand pounds, you know, and then you get to a sport like volleyball and soccer. They don't want to put all that weight on their back, you know? So I think it was just a kind of a culture shock at first, but it also helps you, uh, you know, get innovative in other ways to load the body, other ways to train the body. Doesn't always have to be super heavy weight, you know? So that was the greatest experience. And then just working with a different, all athletes of different sports have different mindsets. So, you know, the football culture is totally different from the soccer culture. The soccer culture is totally different from the volleyball culture. So, you know, it, it was a great opportunity just to expand my coaching experience. And it, it's helped me in football a lot as well. So that was a great opportunity for sure. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any comments or questions, visit my website, seankjensen.com and go to the contact page where you can even leave me a voice recording. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you again next time.